This episode of the Ebon Zone podcast has been brought to you in cooperation with Fair Plains General Store. Hello, good evening, and as always, welcome to another edition of the Ebon Zone. I'm your hilariously humble host, Ethan Page Rivers. It's wonderful to be here with you tonight, folks, and I'm excited to bring you another episode. This week, we're discussing a song, a Taylor Swift song. Hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. I know what you're thinking. Ethan, you know her songs are all about the same thing, right? A relationship either ending or beginning. Come on, can't get much more predictable than that. If that is the case, we'll roll with it anyway. Now, I'm not usually a Taylor Swift guy, but people on Twitter were talking about the new song, and I just thought, I can make an episode out of this. So, that's exactly what I'm doing. What's the song? London Boy. Alright. Let's see how this goes. So the song starts out like this, with a generic British voice talking about riding on a scooter through London. And then she mentions a few cities here in the good old USA, along with a bunch of American stereotypes. You know the whole rhyme and reason about loving Bruce Springsteen, owning blue jeans, and that whole thing. And then she ends up with a line about home being where the heart is, and then saying that's not where hers lives in a weird British accent. Yeah. I think we're off to a good start. She goes on to sing about the qualities he likes about her and what she likes about him. You know, just generic Taylor Swift. Although in the chorus, she goes back to that cringy fake British accent on a line about his best mates. I will say this, that calling your friends your mates isn't just British. They do it in Ireland as well, and even I do it sometimes. But anyway, back to the song. She sings about how she likes his stories from uni, which is what college is called over there, while also knowing a bunch of places in England that she likes to go throughout the day, but I'll get to that later. Then it's basically a repeat of everything I just mentioned, and we'll cover the breakdown of what people are saying later in the episode. By the way, I just realized how strange it is that I'm doing an episode, an entire episode, on a Taylor Swift song, but it's not because I enjoy the song, it's just because it popped into my head late one night a few weeks ago, and the fact that I'm trying to justify this might mean it was a bad idea from the jump. Oh well. This week, I want to continue a tradition that's very close to my heart. I try and offer a good Christian podcast, so I thought I would begin sharing a new Bible verse each week. This week, I would like to share a verse from the book of Psalm. Psalm 23, verse 1 says, The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. We usually see the 23rd Psalm as a whole, but this week we're zeroing in on that first verse. Let's get it started with the first few words of it. The Lord is my shepherd. What exactly does this mean in a deeper context? Now, obviously we're not talking about an actual shepherd here in this verse. What we are dealing with, though, is how God watches over us. You see, when the shepherd watches over his sheep, he makes sure that there's no outside threats or dangers that could have an impact on the lives of his flock. And that's what God does for us. He makes sure that there's no outside threats or dangers, namely the attacks of Satan, that could have an effect on our Christian life. Even though we do fall short, after all, Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. Even though we do have those missteps, we can still defend against those attacks with the tools that God has given us. And what are those tools? Well, my friend, I'm talking about the armor of God. 
we need to make sure that we are armed with the armor of God, that we have this armor of God on each and every day. That way we can be better equipped. That way we can be ready to fight against the attacks of Satan because he will come at us. He will try and make us trip up in our Christian life because he wants nothing more than to take God's people with him into the depths of eternal fire. But we're not going to let that happen because God is on our side and he knows his will for us. He knows each and every step he has in mind for us and we need to heed that will. We need to stay on the straight and narrow path. We need to defend ourselves against the attacks of Satan with the armor of God and stay under the watch of the Lord who is our shepherd. And that brings us to the next part of this verse, I shall not want. We know that God can provide all our needs. We know that all our needs are met through him, and we know that he can give us the desires of our hearts. So the question is, why do we look towards earthly things to make us happy and to fulfill our lives? Because ultimately they won't. The things of this world will pass away, but God is eternal and everything in heaven is eternal. So we should be looking towards the heavens and storing our riches in heaven where they can't be tampered with in any way. So what does the back half of this verse mean for us? What does this verse as a whole mean? It means that the Lord protects us and in the fact that he protects us, the fact that he provides for us, we shouldn't see our own worth in the value of earthly things because ultimately those things will pass away. We should be looking up towards the heavens. If we don't have Christ in our hearts, we need to ask for forgiveness. We need to repent because ultimately if we don't, will be cast out eternally from God's kingdom and will be eternally separated from our Heavenly Father. So, what we need to do is we need to stop pining over these earthly things because they are not of eternal value. They mean nothing in the scale of eternity, and we need to turn our eyes towards heaven and make sure that we have our faith grounded in the right things. We need to make sure that we are looking to the Lord for our help because at the end of the day, that's where it comes from. So now we're back to Taylor Swift. We know what the song's about, but what are people saying? Let's start on our side of the pond. Well, first off, you've got her super fans saying every song on that album is a masterpiece. Calm down! The album's barely been out a week. I honestly think you need a little bit more time than that for something to be considered a masterpiece. I mean, Van Gogh's paintings weren't sought after overnight. And that might sound harsh, I know. All I'm saying is just take it easy for a second. And then you have the people who are fascinated by her private life, speculating about which dude this song's about and that song's about. Honestly, I don't get why people are so into celebrity relationships and hanging on every little thing they do. Seems sort of pointless to me. That might be just my way of thinking, though. Anyway, what are the English saying about this? Several people have said that the idea of going to all those places, you know, Shoreditch, Brixton, and then to Highgate, would be a lot to take in for one day. And considering it'd be 89 minutes, which is an hour and a half each way, my goodness, doesn't quite make much sense, does it? I even read one thing that had an entire map, legit everything she did within that one day, and it comes out to five hours and 15 minutes. And combined with that hour and a half we configured earlier would be six hours and 44 minutes. That would be almost half the day gone and also $30 in subway fares. Yeah, 
I honestly don't think it's worth it. Aside from that, people don't exactly have too high of an opinion for the person she's singing about. I'll let you figure that out for yourself. Okay, this has got to be one of the weirdest episodes I've ever done, hands down. I honestly didn't think it could get any stranger than a fast food restaurant dropping an album. Before we wrap up this week's episode, I just want to take a second to tell you about my good friends at Fair Plains General Store. They have a full line of Daddy Pete's gardening and lawn care items, and not to mention all the best soil additives and fertilizers, as well as high-nutrition permafeed for livestock. Are you having a pest problem? Are weeds getting you down? No worries! They've got you covered with high-yield herbicide and pesticide on site in both liquid and granular varieties. Find them at 418 Sparta Road in North Wilkesboro, and of course, call them if you don't have time to stop in at 336-667-6849. And hey, do me a favor and tell them Ethan sent you by, would you? And with that being said, thank you guys for once again being here tonight and joining me for another episode. Follow the podcast on Instagram, at Official, as well as on Twitter, at EBZ. That's capital O and official, capital EBZ, in case you were wondering. And until next time, God bless us and save us. I appreciate each and every one of you. And I'll see you soon.